0: Hi, welcome to episode 23 of Talk About the Passion. My name is Christian Campagna, and today's episode is called Restless and Wild, named after the record by the heavy metal band Accept. My guest today is Scott Helland. Scott is a lifer in the music world, uh, getting his start in music as a young teenager in Western Mass, forming the band's uh, Deep Wound and The Outpatients. I named the song uh, After the Accept album as Scott uh, tells this great story about being in uh, Jay Mascus's bedroom As young kids And uh, Jay playing this This Accept record for him And it's like It's a crazy scenario To think about to me Just this You know Random moment Between a couple of Teenage friends Listening to that Accept record that uh, You know Opens with the song Fast as a shark And then playing uh, The music they did In Deep Wound So it all You know Kind of starts to make A little more sense Because You know Like 1982 I think Uh, that was the fastest metal you you know you were going to hear and uh so I love thinking about those two kids listening to that that early on and just having their minds blown um I I won't get too much into the episode as we cover quite a bit and Scott uh was a great guest uh I thought we had met briefly at that uh triple x fanzine release thing a few months ago but I'm not 100 percent sure and uh you know but anyway uh scott was going to be in western mass uh this past weekend so we needed a place to do it and i booked a hotel room and uh you know i ended up making like a vacation day out of it and uh scott was was kind enough to come by for a couple hours and hang out and uh we had a great time he's he's a pretty uh intense guy he's got a uh you know intense energy about him but you know in a good positive way as as you'll hear on the episode and uh you know if you've never heard his his early hardcore bands Deep Wound and uh, Outpatients, I highly recommend uh, you check both of them out. Uh, you know they're pretty uh, to me both you know integral bands to just the Northeast hardcore world and uh, the song uh, "Backwards Explosion" by the Outpatients is uh, one of my favorites. So you know track that down. It's uh, it's a pretty awesome song. But uh, everything by those guys, uh, Outpatients and Deep Wound is. Uh, pretty intense and, and top quality stuff so uh, anyway Scott also talks about some of the other music he's played on through the years and uh, as well as uh, some of his current projects uh, Frenchy and the punk and uh, guitar Me of guitar Me of one uh, he, he has a website uh, ScottHelen.com and uh, it's always updated with uh, new new dates and as you'll see on there if you uh, take a look at it. He's always playing music somewhere, so uh, you know if you're around and you want to check him out, there's plenty of dates there. And yeah, like I said, it's it's always up to date. Uh, and he's got a store on there where you can uh, buy his music. So definitely check that out. It's uh, scottheland.com. And a couple more things before I get started. Uh, I'm on social media. If you search for "talk about the passion podcast," you should be able to find me on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, same goes uh, for whoever you like to listen to podcasts. Uh, You can find me there and subscribe if you like what you hear, and uh, then you won't miss any new episodes. Uh, And if you want, you can give me a review on iTunes. Uh, You know, it always helps to see what people think. And uh, you don't have to write anything, but uh, if you have a second, give it a uh, grade. And uh, I'm also on Spotify now. Search for uh, Talk About the Passion podcast and uh, make sure you add podcast uh, unless you love that R.E.M. song. Uh, I know I named my podcast after that song, but it's certainly not my favorite song of theirs. Uh, also, if you or someone you love, I mean, uh, you or someone you know would like to be on this podcast, please send me a message at the, uh, I have an email. It's uh, p at gmail.com and uh, just talk about the the letter P, not P-E-E or P-E-A, and uh, we can set something up. Uh, Anyway, here's episode 23 with Scott Helland, and uh, thanks for listening. so I'm here with uh, Scott Helen we're here in uh, South Deerfield Massachusetts and uh, did, did you grow up around here near here
1: I did I grew up about a half hour south in Westfield Massachusetts and that's or some people call it wastefield Massachusetts <laughs> that was the, the nickname back then yeah um, yeah I was born in Illinois in central or central or Southern Illinois and my parents were teachers and let's say we moved to Missouri then we moved to Maine then when I was about Four or five, we moved to Westfield. Oh, nice! And my dad was the uh, high school teacher there, and uh, yeah, so I I guess I lived there to about eighty-eight or so. But yeah, wastefield. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's kind of a painful (laughs) town.
0: And how old were you when you when you got there?
1: Um, When I moved to Westfield, I think I was probably four or five, and um, yeah, four or five, I'd say, something like that. Uh, that's where I went to high school. So mm-hmm. it's like was that I think that's called your formative years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I discovered music yeah, and everything. Uh, yeah.
0: So how how did you get into music in, in Westfield?
1: Um, well, I was let's see. Hmm. My parents were totally into jazz. They used to take me to jazz concerts oh, to really? see like Count Basie. Oh wow. And, uh, Duke Ellington Orchestra. I think he was already dead by then. But yeah. Maybe his band was still right, playing. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like Maynard Ferguson yeah. and all those Cool, actually, some really cool jazz stuff. Some yeah. cool guitar players, and Jerry Mulligan was like a sax oh, yeah. player. All school cool Coast jazz stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, I'd, you know, they had that stuff going on in the house all the time. They're into this uh, organ music, E Power Bigs, kind of weird, oh, yeah. interesting stuff. Nice. He would bring kind of freaky records home from the library. Um, they were totally like not. Kind of artsy parents in a way mm-hmm. they're both teachers my mom was like a librarian
2: mm-hmm.
1: my dad was a Spanish teacher and a art teacher, but mm-hmm. mostly Spanish when I was in high school and uh, yeah art and museums and all that kind of stuff took me to weird art shows which yeah. is you know it was yeah, totally yeah. cool yeah and then um, I discovered punk rock <laughs> and everything changed yeah yeah I kind of yeah I was uh actually I heard I think I heard uh, I remember it. I was I think it was in the car with my dad or mom or some, or ma- yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it's left of the dial, you know, I was yeah. going around, and I heard, um, what's that song? I heard, uh, uh, do you remember Rock and Roll Radio mm-hmm. by the Ramones? And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, because before that, I heard whatever was on the radio. Oh, Sticks Tom Petty. <laughs> <foreigner>. <laughs> Sticks, yeah. yeah, yeah. right. Tom Petty was kind of cool. Okay, yeah, Bad Company, yeah, whatever, all right. It was just kind of interesting. Yeah. But when I heard that Ramones, that was the thing that was like, Holy shit! What is that? Yeah. I had never heard anything like it. Now you can't kind of listen to it. And it's kind of like fifties almost pop. Do 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 do. know. Right. No, it's really weird. Yeah. But it sounded so. It sounded heavy and yeah. kind of like really different. Rocking rock and rockin', roll radio. Yeah. I, there wasn't anything like it. It's, yeah. That I had heard. It seemed. Um, so I was just like, oh, my God, I got to find this, you know, and I, you know, I had my parents drive me to a record store, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find that record, but I got Rocket to Russia. That was the oh, first yeah. record I ever popped, Rocket uh-huh. to Russia, and that was just like, oh, my God. the yeah. <laughs> Same thing, every kid who gets into music and is completely obsessed, yeah. like I am, like you probably were, yeah, yeah. Look, just looking at all the cartoons on yeah, that yeah, Rocket yeah. to Rech- Russia yeah, record, the like and. Yeah, the artwork, yeah. So that was kinda cool cool because, you know, being having parents that were into the art thing. Yeah. I was like, well look at the cool artwork out here. Yeah, it's kinda yeah. fun. It's like kinda cartoony, that John Holmstrom. Yeah. It's yeah. kinda like, oh art and the music and punk and right. like I don't have to like like Glenn Miller Right. this is kinda <laughs> cool. This is more my speed, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like the punk rock and there's art and yeah. I was into drawing and stuff nice. too. So yeah, that the Ramones I, as soon as I saw that, I think I was 12. Yeah. I was just like, uh, this is what I want to do. This <laughs> is what I want to do this for the rest of my life.
0: And as jazz people, were they supportive of that? Or did that sound like, you um, know, like I loud think rock? They, they,
1: they were moderately supportive. Yeah, they yeah. were okay. You know, I remember yeah. my dad went to see a show with Deep Wound, one of the bands oh, yeah, I had. Yeah. And he, he looked a little bewildered. He looked a little <laughs> like,
2: okay. yeah."
1: And, I, and when we would he- rehearse... I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. When mm-hmm. we rehearsed in the basement, they'd yeah. be like, they'd leave the house. I thought we are going to go out and do some errands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just like blasting, right, you right. know. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, the punk rock thing super took over. My room went from like posters of, I don't know, the $6 million man and trains to yeah, like yeah. D.D. Ramon, oh, and yeah, Sex yeah. Pistols. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then later like Venom and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Did you... <laughs> did you uh, Were you playing an instrument at that point?
1: Uh no. At that point, no. I had an older brother, my brother Viz. Yeah. He was playing guitar and he he had before even kind of turned me on to like the Beatles and Mm -hmm. you know, I'll check out the White Album and and Sabbath, he turned me on to. And uh what other kind of stuff? I think he brought in home like made in Japan, Deep Purple. Like, oh that's really cool. But the punk rock thing realized like I was at first I was kinda like "Ah, (laughs) punk rock rules, I don't want to listen to that shit, you know. Yeah, you know, punk rock is just <laughs> this is great. You know, whatever. Right. So, uh, what was the question again? <laughs>
0: uh, uh, w- 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 when you started playing music.
1: Oh yeah, when I started playing music. Yeah. So he played guitar, but as soon as I heard the Ramones, I was just like, wait, okay, I wanna, I wanna play music. So I borrowed a bass from somebody. So this junk kind of bass. I actually carved the Ramones in it. Yeah. And when I gave it back to him. He's like, oh, thanks a <laughs> lot. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. But um. Yeah, so I just started kind of playing. Uh, the first riff I learned was Blitzkrieg Bop. Oh, nice. And then it was Smoke on the Water. Oh, nice. So, you know, true punk rock. <laughs> and then it just kind of went from there. And then in high school, I uh, I was basically the only kid with, like, Ramones or Black Flag scratched into my, my shoes or yeah. written on my pants. Right. And then I met Lou Barlow. Okay. Who was a bass player at Dinosaur Jr. Not mm-hmm. then. Right, right. And he was, like, the only other kid that was, seemed to be into punk rock and stuff. Yeah. we When we... You know so we, we hit it off basically we would sit at the uh, the uh, cafeteria table and like the jocks would call us art fags <laughs> yeah. Um, which is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, yeah, anyone, you know, who, whatever, who draws in there isn't yeah, into, yeah, you know, yeah, hang out yeah. in the, smo- you know, right. the smoking area, yeah. which is probably what killed classic rock for me a little bit. It was those yeah. kind of kids, you yeah, know? Yeah. I, I, some of the stuff was cool, but they kind of right. wrecked it. And then as soon as I found punk rock and Black Flag, yeah, yeah. I've said it before, like wearing a Black Flag pin was like armor. I was like, oh fuck yeah. you, yeah, you, yeah, know? Yeah. you know? Was, just, right? It felt, especially being a short kid mm-hmm. in school, just yeah. felt like, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so we, you and Lou the only two sort of punk kids in this? Yeah,
1: I, there might have been a few, but they might have been more like, yeah, we like punk, you know, like <laughs> Duran Duran and stuff. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, this is a little different, but yeah, it's cool, whatever. <laughs> right.
0: And what um, year was, was this? This was,
1: um, when I want to meet Lou, probably 81, okay. 81, 82, yeah. something like that, Westfield High. Mm-hmm. So we hit it out, and he played guitar, and I played right. bass, so I'd go over to his house. Mm-hmm. My dad would drive me over there or something, and right. we just kind of work on riffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we got a couple, like, riff ideas together, and we're like, all right, let's start a band. So yeah. we put out Flyers, and mm-hmm. my dad drove me up to Amherst, which is not far from around here.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, Flyers, that said, you know, looking for a drummer who could play super fast beats, like Discharge, oh, nice. Antipasti, um, you know, whatever, yeah. kind of, you know, Minor Threat, that right. kind of stuff. And Jay Maskis answered the ad. Oh, nice. And he was a high school kid. Right. And, uh, he, yeah, you know, I can't even remember. He, an- when I think about it, he answered the ad. How, how do you even do that back then? There's those no cell phones, or no
0: computer, <laughs> maybe he called. Yeah, that's how he was. Yeah. I did that years ago. I remember having, I had like my mother's phone, you know, my, how my mother would say, oh, some guy called, he said you had an ad <laughs> for a bit, you know. That's great. So that's, yeah. Uh, so, you, so you guys were getting into the, the hardcore stuff now. Like the,
1: yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So we went over, my dad drove me over to Lou and myself over to Jay's house mm. And I remember going there, and like his parents were super nice. Hi, you <laughs> know his mom, and I'd we we go back into Jay's room, and Jay's room was like a mess. There was shit everywhere. <laughs> there were like, clothes all over the floors, yeah. like, all over the floor. And I was like, wow, what is this? OK. <laughs> and he's like, what's up? <laughs> Just lying on his bed. You know, kind of what you would think from Jay Massas. Yeah, yeah. You want to ch- check out a record? I'm OK. <laughs> And he, he would turn me on to some different punk rock records, but one right. time I remember he played um, this Accept record, oh, um, yeah. "Restless and Wild," yeah, yeah. which is amazing record. Yeah, yeah. I, to, to this day, oh, I yeah, still yeah. feel like yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he put that he put it on like the first like 15 seconds. I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. And then he take it off. <laughs> right. Then he put on another record for like 15 seconds. Another record. I'm like, yeah, yeah, give it, give it. That's what's really keep up. Okay.
0: So the That's, attention span wasn't there for, yeah. for him. <laughs>
1: yeah. Then, yeah, basically. And then, like, after, like, an hour and a half of that, we'd go into his basement, and mm-hmm. then the three of us would just kind of work on riffs. And oh, nice. And D Boone was, was born. born. Yeah. And it took us a little while to find a singer, and uh, Jay's friend Charlie became the singer. Yeah. So and we just kind of, you know, rocked out in the basement, and... Yeah. Uh, Started booking shows. Yeah.
0: And were you guys going to, to, I mean, they had hardcore shows out here, but were you traveling to Boston too to Yeah, there wasn't shows? actually,
1: we played the first, um, I think one of the first hardcore shows in Western Mass. I mean, there yeah. was some other like punk rock kind of stuff that right. was like kind of older guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were like 15, 16, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I was 14 when I started in Deep Moon, right. 14, 15, mm-hmm. but they were kind of older guys. So it was sort of a different thing. Yeah. Um, I think they're called the Vandals. They're really good too. Yeah. Not the California Vandals, right. but a different okay. one. Um, so yeah, the first show we played was at the Greenfield Grange Hall, which okay. is close to here yeah, too. Yeah. It's like twenty minutes up oh, right. the road. So this is like
0: yeah, yeah, ground zero for Western yeah. Mass punk rock. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember who else was on that show?
1: Um, hmm. There was a Western Mass band called Brain Injured Unit. Okay. With Todd Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Grey Matter was on it. I don't know if that's the one. No, Crucifix wasn't on that show. Yeah. I should remember this, you know, because that was, like, the first big deal. Um, I, I had started The Outpatients, too, around yeah, yeah. that time. Deep Oon might have played another, like, couple small shows around yeah. town, but that was, like, the first big hardcore show, or at least that was the first hardcore show show where I did both bands. Right. Because right. I had Deep Oon for a little while, yeah. and then my brother was doing, had a metalish kind of band, which was, like, really, like, early, pre, like... Speed Metal. Well, yeah. I don't know if it was really pre-Speed Metal. Kind of was. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that era. Yeah, yeah. Really like definitely. 1980, and they're oh, called yeah. Mace. Yeah. And they did like Motorhead covers nice. at like local parties, and people yeah, were like, yeah. "Don't you guys know any Doors?" Like, <laughs> "No, this one's called you know, Dead Men <laughs> Tell No Tales." <laughs> what? Okay. Right. <laughs> Bewildered <laughs> Doors fans. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. In, I lost my track. Train of,
0: train of uh, we were talking about like just the, the shows out here and then you, you guys played the first oh, yeah, 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 Western. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's fine, man. It's
1: good that you can keep me yeah. in line cause i <laughs>
0: what? Yeah, my brain does that. My yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the, the the scene was pretty cool and it was fun. I played in both bands for a while. I yeah. do an outpatient set and we do a deep wound set. Nice. And, some great bands came out here. I think I think SSD played out here. I know um, Negative FX, I think, did a show out here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I might be mixing up some of those. A Crucifix
2: yeah, came wow. out
1: and played, and that was great. Yeah. They were amazing. Yeah. Husker Du played in East Hampton. We we yeah. opened that show. Nice. Um, there's a band called Borsch from New York. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, a heart New York City kind of band or right, Jersey right. band. Adrenaline O.D. We oh, played yeah. those guys Jersey a bunch of times. Yeah. We would go down and play... And, the outpatients kind of took off a little bit more quick or, I don't know, deep we we would play some shows and yeah. then we wouldn't, and then I think maybe the Outpatients started taking off and uh, it was a band with my brother, so I guess right. so we kind of uh, had that you little brother. Yeah, yeah. Right. Also during that time, uh, like a month after we played the uh, first outpatient show, my dad died.
0: Oh, so okay. it was
1: like a total like gut punch. Like mm-hmm. The whole family was just... We were just right. completely obliterated, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was 15. It was 1983. And yeah, I mean, we played that show. And like a month later, in March, he had a headache. Yeah. And a headache for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I think I was at school. Yeah. And um, my brother took him to the hospital. And like within an hour, he was in a coma. Oh, wow. And then, you know, uh, this it was, is it was one of those intense Tough. things. You're 15. Like, right, holy right. shit. I remember yeah. going to the hospital and like seeing him in the tubes. And right. Like Oh, this is like insane. My mom would be upset and crying. Like, I had, uh, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. And, you know, you remember, I remember things, ridiculous things. It sounds kind of weird, but like he would have these tubes and bags, and I think one of them was like for urine. Yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, it never filled up. You oh, know? Right. I know, yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. sounds awful, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, it was like one of those weird things when you're a kid. Like, I was thinking, this is not good.
0: Stayed with you. Yeah, that yeah. stayed with me, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And then my aunt flew out, and I go, boy, this is not looking so good, and he passed away. And am wow. like, so thank God for hardcore, because yeah, my, yeah, my brother and I, like, dove head first and just, mm-hmm. like, would go nuts at shows yeah. to the point of hyperventilation at shows. <laughs> and, you know, well, I, remember just
0: I saw you guys, I think, with COC and Battalion of Saints, maybe? At oh, yeah, yeah. Paradise? Yep, COC and Battalion of uh, Saints, Yep. Maybe at the you guys ever play that YWCA in Boston, maybe?
1: I don't know if we Within. played the YWCA. I know we played Chet's. Chet's, yeah. Uh, but I, I just remember thinking it.
0: you guys were really, real intense. Like yeah, black, yeah. Like, black flag music, like, intensity. like Yeah, very, yeah. <laughs> it was from that, basically. Yeah. And right.
1: I, I, yeah, I mean, literally, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably why I probably started doing more, being more intense or more busy with the outpatient, just because it was that brotherhood yeah, kind of yeah. thing, and we had to stick together. And right, right. It was a weird, weird yeah. time. We'd, we'd have to borrow my dad's car because my mom didn't really drive much. we well, right. were going to a show. And yeah, I yeah. look back now like, oh, my
0: God, we're going to leave my mom <laughs> in the house. Right. We're
1: going to New York City to play some hardcore show. <laughs> but, I mean, going to those shows, it was like.
0: It was a good way to escape. It was a from...
1: good, great way to escape. It was yeah. it was like a a family, a community. You go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of sounds cheesy, but it really was. It is, we'd though, go yeah. into yeah. New York City yeah. and be kind of freaked out, but like, you know. Rabies from Warzone was like yeah. was like really cool to us and yeah. um, Jimmy from Murphy's Law and different mm-hmm. bands Mental Abuse Sheer Terror yeah, Paul yeah. was like super cool with it was like right off the bat I was like oh, felt yeah. really good
0: it's like wow yeah you find your 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 common people you know? yeah They're, your
1: bumblebees yeah, if, yeah. if you if we want to <laughs> drop a blind melon <laughs> that just wrecked every all oh, hardcore cred right there interview's over <laughs> no. yeah uh, totally.
0: Uh, going back a little bit, do you, do you remember recording with uh, the first time you recorded Was um, that with uh, Deep Wound or was that Outpatients?
1: Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I think the, the, the Deep Wound record came out or we recorded with them first. Um, yeah. I recorded with them first. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, and that was at radio, radio beat, beat in yeah. Boston with like Lou and Jimmy DeFore.
2: Yeah,
1: um, that was that was cool. I think we might have done some stuff at home, but that was like the first recording we yeah. did, and then later the outpatient's recorded there too. But those tapes were lost. Oh really? We only had cassettes. So oh maybe, man, I know it sucks. We yeah, were supposed yeah. to put out a seven inch, but I don't know what happened with that. But huh. so the Deep Moon record came out, and that was that's from that from that session. That yeah. session, yeah. yeah. That's just the record with um, the slug, yeah, the ice yeah. cream cone. Lou's anxiety song. Yeah. yeah, which is basically but, yeah. taken. Um, that picture was taken behind the hospital where my dad died really? and uh, uh, the ice cream cone was like from Lou's refrigerator <laughs> and we just went around behind the hospital and we found some slugs and we put them in there <laughs> and I held it up and Lou took that's the picture. Amazing. That's it, wow. you know? Nice. So that's the
0: that's that's cover story. I nice. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. you guys had a, a a song or two on that, uh, Banzer Could Be God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah,
1: yep, yeah. I think did, wasn't Al Quinton who did that? Oh, no, it was Gerard Cosloy. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. Um, that had
0: some great sort of underappreciated yeah, bands on it. Well, Sorry, moving, moving, moving Targets, targets. Yeah. Sorry,
1: yep. Salem 66 is kind of interesting band.
0: Yeah.
1: I can't remember. Yeah, Sorry is really good. Volcano um, Suns, yep, maybe. Yeah, yep. Volcano yeah. Suns.
0: Yeah, so sort of all those outsider Boston bands. That yeah, were, yeah. Like, Either the, the straight big Boston hardcore bands were and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily all hardcore on that either. It was Yeah,
1: like Salem sixty six was a yeah, little bit more yeah. almost in pre indie rock or yeah. indie kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that was I think I think Outpatients and Deepune had two songs each yeah, time yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. That was that was great. It was yeah. cool to be on that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think Gerard kinda started working with Jay and Lou and that's when the the Dinosaur Junior thing happened. Like yeah. They kinda just like it was just born out of deep wound. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I started going more with the outpatients. They're right. kind of getting into more of that almost jangly kind of yeah. young-ish kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I just, yeah. I think still just, the... I, I still wanted to rage, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah, And I still do. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I just, you know, again, the whole brotherhood thing and losing yeah, yeah. my dad, we just, it just kind of right. made sense, yeah. you know?
0: In the, in the outpatients, uh, you guys had a, a metal, like when I... I I remember early; it was just like really good, like fast hardcore, and then yeah. it got kind of metallic. It got kind then, of
1: metallic. Yeah, yeah, we definitely went the the metal route. I mean, it was like definitely early crossover. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you guys like you know like were like one of the early crossover <laughs> bands. Ah, you know, <laughs> because we were just so so into Motorhead. I mean yeah, I yeah. worshipped Motorhead. Right. For a, I, I always you know I say like when I discovered Motorhead. It was like, it was after, I don't know if it was after my dad died, maybe it was before. Mm-hmm. And then after my dad passed, I used to think like, Lemmy's my, my you know, adopted father, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, just because right, right. I would just listen to it and just <laughs> worship that stuff, yes. you know. I remember getting the Ace of Spades record and, you know, putting on the headphones in the in the, in the in the living room yeah. and putting them on and just like, whoa, yeah. this is amazing. Nice. So, yeah, that really, Venom, so yeah, we yeah. Venom, yep. um, and Priest, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, D- Deep Purple, Sabbath, oh my yeah. God, yeah, you know, rocket, so,
0: so <laughs> fast, yeah, there's some classic stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. did you guys do covers at all, ever? We
1: did, a, um, Viz wanted to, do, we did a Pink Floyd cover, oh, we did, did that, we whipped that out of the hardcore yeah, show, and one? people loved it, Um, <laughs> I think it was In the Flesh, oh, really, yeah, nice. And we That's did, a heavy song. yeah, it is pretty heavy. Yeah. We did Purple Haze once. Oh, nice. We did Ace of a bunch of times. Yeah, Sing, yeah. That was cool. Nice. Um, we did Band in D.C. Yeah. Bad Brains. Yeah, amazing band.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I think that was probably it. you know we just do one one cover here there yeah, yeah, every yeah. once in a while. But yeah. we mostly focused on our stuff. But we definitely you know we we started getting better at our instruments because we were just playing constantly. Yeah. So it just kind of started. You the riffs got a little bit more intense, so it kind of automatically kind of sounded a little bit metal. You know, it's like a natural progression. You know, the hair started to grow longer, and (laughs) oh, you know, I still loved hardcore, and the the metal thing definitely took over.
0: I I think that's what happened with a lot of those bands, and and people sort of lose sight of that, where they just think, you know, this band sold out, but it's natural. Like you're gonna if you play as much as a lot of these bands did, you're gonna get better at your instrument, and you're gonna want to write better i don't know Some yeah. people just want to how we rock look at the <laughs> how we rock you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of
1: thing yeah, yeah i mean and plus you know those that early speed metal thing yeah. with like metallica and mm-hmm. kill em all and yeah. venom and even you know motorhead stuff it was so like mixing like like metallica seemed like okay it's like discharge mixed with judas priest yeah in a way it's like, it was like that's amazing it was I like know, a right? step beyond you know yeah. just seemed like a cool thing yeah yeah and yep. it
0: kind of started to feel like it was okay to mix both of those uh, yeah yeah genres too because for a while it was that was a taboo thing to oh not, totally you know, yeah Metalheads heads at shows you yep. know, if you had long hair you
1: i remember at a rock hotel show that we played with at uh, i think we, we opened for gbh Oh wow! rock hotel in like 84 85 mm-hmm. i remember going outside and seeing some skinhead guy pulling a long haired kid down the street oh, by his Jesus. hair and him yeah. just being like Ahh! I'm like oh shit I'm yeah. going back inside it's like whoa yeah. there used to just be like walloping fights yeah, yeah. out of some of those things like oh man yeah. and I and we always love like we love like metal and hardcore yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and and like uh, Viz my brother mm-hmm. while we were into like Black Flag he was like listening to Frank Zappa oh, yeah. and Hendrix still yeah, and yeah. stuff. So we had a pretty eclectic taste. We yeah. weren't like hardcore only. Right right I went through a phase of that for a little bit,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and I think that's the the bands that sort of stand out for me, at least, are the ones that had all influences from other places, but it doesn't necessarily have to sound like Frank Zappa, right? But, yeah, yeah. But someone might take his aesthetic and just intensity and put it into something heavy, and, totally. You know. Yeah, yeah, so was, you definitely hear that. And
2: <clears throat>
1: you could say Frank Zappa is totally yeah. punk rock, in a yeah, way. yeah, yeah. you know, oh, it's like Johnny Cash, yeah, yeah. He's like, totally punk rock, yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. Yeah. Um, did, did you guys do much touring at all? Um.
1: Outpati uh Deep Wound didn't do that much. Deep Oon played in Boston and western mass. Yeah. But outpatients, we played in Boston a lot. We played in Connecticut. Yeah. Um at the Anthrax Club. I think I mentioned that before. Yeah. Um we played in New York City, Seabees a bunch of times. We played Syracuse. Um later on we went down to South America, but that was like in the nineties. Oh, wow. We were definitely full blown like yeah. thrash metal, kind yeah, of, yeah. You know, hardcore thrash metal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, one of your records.
1: Free association Maybe. with the skull.
0: No, no, it has it has like a close up of someone's face. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a test like that of time. Record. Yeah, I like that record. A lot. Yeah. It's, oh, cool. Thanks. It's like it's a cool. early like metalish kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. There's some slap, slap bass on there too. They had a little yeah. slap
1: bass. I know.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was into that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah, I always thought that was a pretty good record, Don Fury. Engineered it. Oh, he's, he like, oh, a, nice. he's like he's like Mister Hardcore. Yeah, yeah. I think he's worked with Madball, and yeah, I know yeah. he's done AF and all yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah. So he produced that record. We recorded that in um, in New York City, and that's nice. kind of what got us down to South America. Yeah. the guy, an agent guy, saw us and brought us down there. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Yeah, and how,
0: yeah. so that was a good experience then. Yo, yeah, that was great. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. that that was probably we we kind of figured out because that we did a record earlier that was like. Um, Test of Time was ninety two. We did this record in eighty eight called Free Association, mm-hmm. and it's like got this blue and white cover with a skull. Yeah, and it's a little weird. I think we we're kind of. I look back and we were definitely trying to find our footing because yeah, there's like yeah. a couple hardcore songs and a couple songs sound like Judas Priest, yeah. but not like really heavy Priest <laughs> right. Middle Pier, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that worked as well as a Test of Time <laughs> record.
0: But. Uh-huh. Was was being in a band with your brother? Did that ever? Was that ever uh, any friction there? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've there's there's stories, a couple
1: but... walloping fights before show. I remember? because yeah. Of course, those shows were like the best shows we yeah, were yeah. just so like oh, <laughs> oh, motherfucker, yeah, yeah. But not too bad. I mean, I I think when we were kids, we got along worse. But then when we got you know together and started playing music, and especially yeah. after my dad died, we 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 were we were pretty cool. Right. But it was only into our twenties when we moved to New York City mm-hmm. where it got a little heated again. Yeah. Being a band can be tough. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. All the you know, the more you play in bands and play music, the more like the the business part is just so it's mind-boggling. Sh- yeah,
0: it just yeah. Gets to.
1: And I feel like I found that out more and more since I've been doing music. I've been doing music the whole time, so yeah. more later as you get older. Maybe not as much back then, but there was you know it was tricky. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And you guys are you close with
1: your brother? Um, yeah, I am now, but we didn't talk for about fourteen years. Oh, wow. Didn't talk or see each other. Yeah. After, because um, you know, when we were in the city, we um, we went through a couple of different drummers. One guy split because he got married and had kids and couldn't, you know, yeah. hack the whole thing. Right. Which is okay, but I think at that time we were probably like, oh man, give <laughs> me a break. <laughs> right. Right. Come on, stay true to you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um. Yeah, in, in New York City, we moved there, and uh, actually we moved there because I joined a band called School of Violence, because oh, their right. bass player got hit by a cab really? in the city. He, he's okay, but he broke yeah, his yeah. leg or something. Yeah. And so I joined School of Violence, I did a tour with them. Yeah, I remember coming back and I got on a Friday and said, hey, Mom, I'm moving to New York City. <laughs> you know, She's like, what? Okay, yeah. I'm joining School of Violence. <laughs> what about college? <laughs> well, this is my college. This is the school. This yeah. is the school now, right? <laughs> But you're not violent, well, <laughs> no. But the
0: band's music is, and it's great. <laughs> what uh, what kind of stuff were there?
1: they? They uh, school of violence was um, um, pretty uh, kind of metalcore, kind of crossover. Yeah. yeah. The guitarist Stag was definitely into like you know heavier, you know Motorhead, you know. I guess yeah. it must have been a pre-record. Even not in the <laughs> motorhead, leave. I know,
0: right?
1: <laughs> He's probably into like Dave Mustaine riffs and kind of yeah, stuff yeah. too. And But he kind of came from the hardcore scene. He had a huge mohawk and right. was you know went to all the shows and was into the exploited probably yeah. and stuff. Nice. They're a good band. Um, Carl Agel was a singer and Carl went on to do the vocals on the Blind COC record. Oh, really? You know, oh, he yeah, actually yeah, yeah. left that our band, School of Violence, to go do that record. Oh, with right.
0: I love that record.
1: Yeah, it's a great yeah. record. Yeah. yeah. Um and he was in a, he was in New York's uh New York. He was in a Connecticut hardcore band called uh do I even know? I don't know. But <laughs> you have to look it up. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: that was School of Violence. And then the drummer of that band uh went off to join a band called Warrior Soul. Oh yeah. I remember remember they guy. were kinda like the yeah, early nineties. Yeah. Actually first few records were pretty yeah, good, I yeah, thought. Definitely. Pretty interesting kind of political, kinda hard yeah.
0: rock, but were they related to the Necro somehow, or? or I think of? the
1: singer Corey Clark was from yeah, that Detroit think, area. Yeah, 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 I'm thinking yeah. of the Meatmen. Oh yeah, right, Corey right. Clark's
0: Dude Ranch. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, because I yeah, think
1: the, they did. They had an issue with the singer. From yeah, where I think yeah. he was kind of you know didn't get along with right. Tesco <laughs> yeah. V's yeah. police. Yeah, you yeah know? he had that thing
0: at the beginning of the, the Meatmen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. But Warriors was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, definitely. And yeah, that guy was a great drummer too. But he was murdered in England. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, wow. a lot of people from school violence had met demise either through liver damage from right. the alcohol and passing away that way, or oh, m- wow. being murdered, or.
0: Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what did you do after school of violence? Um, school of
1: violence. After school of violence, um, I joined a cult. And uh, no, <laughs> I, uh, I I think I went back to, to playing with the outpatients. Yeah. We, we, we you know we just found another drummer and started right. doing shows again. And that's when we went down to Argentina a couple mm-hmm. times. Second yeah. time we we brought AF with us. Oh, did you? The second time, oh, wow. yeah, nice. yeah. So that was kind of cool.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, and I had a music. I had a studio in the music building, which is on Forty Eighth and Eighth Avenue mm-hmm. in the city, and I rented it out to all sorts of bands, like. Uh, Agnostic Front oh, rehearsed wow. there. Sick of It All rehearsed there. They filmed a video there, the video for Step Down. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one where they're doing all the yeah. mosh pit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who else rehearsed there? Mad Ball. A huh. bunch of other bands. Yeah. That was kind of nice. cool. Had that for a while. Brutal Truth oh, rehearsed wow. there. Yeah yeah. Um, I know there's a couple of things, couple other bands. Yeah. But yeah that was cool. Hope I'm not mumbling too much. No, I feel no, like I'm no. I'm mumbling no. a little no, bit. No, no, not at all.
0: Sorry. Uh. And <laughs> um, you were in a. Uh, is it Dark Side? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I, f- I forgot about that too. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, Dark Side, I, I did um, af- after Outpatient split up in 1995. Yeah. Uh, I started playing around with the guys in maybe 97, 98. I did a little bit of recording and we played around New York City and did yeah. some stuff upstate with uh, All Out War and mm-hmm. shows like that. Nice. They were cool. They had some almost grindcore kind of stuff going on in there and I was always a bass player around that time I switched from playing bass to acoustic guitar and just started experimenting I figured after all this you know 15 years of doing like (laughs) raging punk rock and metal and stuff I got acoustic guitar and started experimenting with different styles you know like Celtic styles, mm-hmm. and medieval. Listen to medieval type music and yeah. figuring something that's some of that out, yeah. you know, because it all just you, you take a distortion, this distortion box off the guitar, and some of that metal sounds like medieval music, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, very classical day, based. Yeah, even yeah. though some of it's blues
0: based too, but right. yeah. And that's so. You did uh after that. You kind of mellowed out. You're saying so. Yeah, I guess so. Just um, musically.
1: Musically, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Maybe I did mellow out for a little while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah, just. To, uh, you know, experiment with different styles and um, change, going from bass to guitar was a different, whole different, you know, sonically and yeah. approach of playing and I kind of had to relearn stuff. Right. And I did all, you know, I wrote all sorts of like singer-songwriter stuff mm-hmm. and tried all that out just to try to find like a voice because I was a bass player. I don't right. really, feel, I feel like I was just, you know, playing kind of other people's songs. Right, even know right. I wrote a lot of li- riffs and stuff, but yeah. so it was just kind of like relearning how to do everything again. So it right. you know, took a couple records to kind of find that um, I did a bunch of weird records, like yeah. I did this record um, called Hellbox Mood okay. Rings, yeah. and it had um, I took answering machine tapes yeah. of people leaving me messages and yeah. put music to them. Oh wow! All sorts of weird stuff, so like nice. my mom calling ex ex-girl, <laughs> girlfriend's like "Where are you?" and I put out the music. So yeah, it was kind nice. of a twisted record. That was the first solo record I did. Yeah. And then I did some ambient stuff. I think yeah. you said you yeah, heard yeah, yeah. that yeah. was back in like. 96, 98, 2000, yeah. somewhere in there. How did
0: you get into that kind of
1: stuff? Um, well, I've always been into checking out different styles of music. You know, yeah. I think Brian Eno, I was yeah. always really into The Cure. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Um, I thought they were great. Yeah. Like wish Record, oh, and yeah. Disintegration. Love that record, yeah. um, so, and I loved the, the guitar si- styles and the, uh, the just the way the textures of guitars and bass yeah. and keyboards all went together. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, and you know, it's I, I also loved like how Maiden and Priest put the two guitars together, and I also I look at it as like the Cure would put all the stuff together, just like the layers and yeah, textures. On top of yeah, that, right? yeah. Yeah. So that's probably what you know got me into the experimenting with more melodic stuff. I yeah, should yeah, say instead yeah. of the <laughs> you know,
0: Yeah. And and playing live with stuff like that was that uh, challenging? It was. Bill, like yeah. Yeah. Loud uh, music. Totally. Because to, you're kind of the, the, the main focus it's of the audience. It's totally and, different. So it's a different approach. Yeah.
1: I remember the first time I did a, a show, I was doing an open mic and I tried some, you know, folky kind of, kind of songs. Right. And I just remember being like, holy yeah. shit. I'm like, I, I thought I was ruined because I thought I couldn't play anymore. Because right, when you're right. in a band, just like, you know, four or five guys or whatever, a trio, you're on stage, just like blasting power yeah. and you get up there with an acoustic guitar and every, you hear everything. you make oh, like yeah. naked up there. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, Holy shit.
2: Yeah.
1: So that took a while to get used to. I used to go out and do open mics in New York City seven days a week. Yeah. I really worked on it like yeah. crazy. And then I did a record like that. And I think after the record, I realized, I don't know, this isn't really my thing, you know? <laughs> Once you finally got it, you <laughs> yeah, were, yeah, I was it. like, eh.
0: Well, that's you know, it was like,
1: kind of like Kevin Salem, Freedy Johnson, John Hyatt kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, kind of almost like,
0: you know. John Hyatt's great. Yeah, John Hyatt yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But um, I don't know. It wasn't really my thing. Yeah. You know, and. So then I went back to doing instrumental music, yeah. and that was a l- you know closer to what made sense to me, because it was more about riffs. Instead right, right. of strumming chords and yeah, singing, yeah. I, I just i am all about the riff. Yeah, even yeah. if it's acoustic guitar, yeah, yeah. now I'm still, it's about the riff, yeah, you know, yeah. and the riff and layering those guitars. And mm-hmm. you know, that Priest and the Cure and whatever that just yeah. stuck in my head. Yeah, and you can that mix that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Nice. And did yep. you do live stuff with that kind of stuff?
1: I did, yeah. At yeah. first, I used to um, write for two parts on the guitar, and mm-hmm. I would um, play with a, a CD player or a DAT player. Oh, nice! And then I switched to MP3 player, and then I got a loop pedal yeah. way back like twelve years ago, and then yeah. started doing doing it all live with nice. a loop pedal. Yeah, I had one which of those loop station ones. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Oh, you play I guitar? I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know. that I, uh,
0: I haven't in a while, but yeah, yeah.
1: Who oh, you? I had um, a
0: band called Presley for a while. that was Presley. Yeah, yeah. As
1: in Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Or, no, as in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Uh, it was
0: like indie rock kind of stuff, and uh, but we, gone. Steve into like, Earle. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, I think initially it was more influenced by like Superchunk and Sebado oh, and, and yeah, that kind okay, of stuff. Yeah. But then we kind of got mixed it with some more heavier stuff, and then. We kind of mixed it with sort of the aesthetic of uh, the Grateful Dead, and we improvised a lot. Oh, cool! We would go on stage and do two songs and sort of segue them together and that kind of stuff. So that's cool. But yeah, a lot of effects and layering. Yeah, yeah. So we were into that making, uh, making audiences leave. (laughs) (laughs) Right,
1: making audiences leave since nineteen ninety whatever. But
0: yeah, so it was just it got to a point where it's just sort of. A few times we would just be like, "Let's just not do any songs tonight." We would just improvise, and oh, that's so cool, sometimes yeah. it's you know, if people in the audience are maybe not uh, in the perfect shape in their mind, they might <laughs> enjoy something like that. But right, right, right. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it, I think it kind of angers people. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. Like, oh, this is noise.
1: If there's a saying like, um, oh, "Well, what is it like?" Art should, you know, comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. Yeah, yeah, you know that kind yeah. of thing. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. So that kind of probably yeah. fits some of that. Yeah, yep.
0: but yeah, I think the, just the growing up hardcore, that aesthetic of just wanting to stand out or or just sort of yeah. do your own thing was sort of what we wanted to do and didn't and really fit in with like metal bands or indie rock bands. So you know, it's.
1: Yeah, totally. I I totally get that. Yeah. I kind of feel like the bands I've been in are have you know, the Outpatients were kind of almost too punk for the metal crowd and too metal for yeah, the yeah. punk crowd sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it would work but right. you know, I guess it was totally that crossover thing. Yeah. For, for a time it was kind of like people were like, "What?" <laughs> you know, it's weird.
0: As like a like an Iron Maiden fan as like a teenager and like a Rush fan. I remember seeing the Outpatients and like just going, "These guys are like, yeah, like they're two good musicians to be playing like hard, you know, because it did have that. Yeah, that, that yeah, yeah totally. I yeah. you guys definitely had that. And you, were you guys always a trio? Um, for the most part? Yeah, we yeah.
1: were a trio, um, except for in New York City, I think we added a guitar. Yeah, we added a guitar player. Yeah. This is a friend of mine, Mark from Long Island. Okay. Uh, we added him and I think that was maybe around the Test of Time
0: era. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and that was kind of cool, a twin yeah, yeah. guitar, twin yeah, yeah. guitar. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so after the ambient stuff, what, what, uh,
1: after the ambient stuff, I did write more, um, um, kind of, acoustic, gypsy, medieval-y kind of weird mixture yeah. of stuff. Right. You know, again, it was all about the riffs. Yeah, I did yeah. that, a couple of records like that for a while. Yeah. And then, um, I was playing on stage somewhere in Connecticut and my... Partner, girlfriend who's still with me um, jumped on stage and started playing tambourine because there's yeah. tambourine there. She had right. some wine mm-hmm. and it was kind of really cool. She uh, had some interesting accents and yeah. stuff. I'm like, huh, we should start a duo. Yeah. So after that, we started this duo called Frenchie and the Punk. Mm-hmm. She's Frenchie. She was born in France, yeah. and the Punk, because yeah, I yeah. used to play punk rock. It <laughs> works. Um, and then we, yeah, we just started kind of, it, it started from my instrumental music and she brought in some of her like uh, she started writing in French or oh, wow! it was kind of like French cabaret yeah it's nice. interesting it's very yeah. folk punk kind of yeah, thing yeah. and we've been doing that for 14 years since oh, wow. 2005 nice. and that's it, that like took off it's yeah. it's been amazing yeah. you know we've played all of the US and mm. Europe and and nice. we we play in like the cabaret folk punk steampunk kind of oh, scenes wow. and stuff awesome Yeah, it's it's really been amazing. It's some of the you know we play in some scenes are a little bit not what I'm used to. Like people, you know, a lot of the there's a lot of geek culture and steampunk kind of thing, and I don't really know a lot about that. Yeah, but um, they're totally into music, and they're they're very a lot lot of people are very creative. Like that whole steampunk thing is all like very artistic and gears and all sorts of stuff. That's cool. I'm just about the riff and the music, you know.
0: Nice. So and that's obviously working, working with your girlfriend is, is yeah. Is,
1: yeah. It's, it's, it's great. I know it's, it's kind of funny, you know, cause <laughs> some people can't go on vacations right, with right. their partners, but, um, she's super amazing, like cool. Just, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. those, those are really lame words. Super amazing and <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, actually we just work really well together, yeah. like musically and, um, everything. I like the what She writes great lyrics yeah. and, uh, Yeah, it's just very easy to get along with. So when you're out in the road for a couple months, it's key to have someone that's just, we're both pretty low key, pretty, you know, I think after a while you just learn to not react to things. Just chill and, you know, just kind of take it easy. And uh, I mean, life is short. You just got to have fun i know that's a cliche too yeah, yeah well. but that's one thing i always think about with like my dad like it yeah. was like holy shit right and like, man life is can be i remember thinking like life is gonna be tough sometimes yeah. or right. or like man he was only 58 Wow. like wow oh, okay so i gotta i gotta think about this here i gotta like kind of make it count and go out and do stuff and and just Play, do what I want, which yeah. is play music, yeah. and fuck the rest of the stuff, yeah, jobs yeah. and stuff like that. Right. You know, just try to make it work. an yeah. art and music, you know, that's that's all I do. That's yeah. all both of us do.
0: Yeah, yeah. and if, if you can get that stuff to sort of define who you are, and yeah, yeah, I think it, it's. it's it's definitely it's awesome.
1: tough to lead a creative life yeah. um and survive right. on you know like selling CDs and right. downloads and yeah, making yeah. art I, you know we both do art kind right. of stuff we bring that on the road with us mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we you know sell our wares and stuff yeah. but it's yeah it's definitely cool but definitely I think that the like that thing with my dad dying had a major effect Elasting like well, for you better Better make it count, yeah, you know.
0: I, yeah, yeah. I, I think of things like that as I get older. I'm 48 now. Yeah, and I'll, I'll think of things like that. Well, you know, that guy died at this age. That's, you know, <laughs> 10 more years. <laughs> You're like, that's that's next week, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right? yeah. So, but that's that's definitely that's that's a great way to think. Just to, yeah. You, know, you never know what's going to happen. Like, totally. Yeah. You know, the yep. guy uh, last week from that band, Caleb. Oh, I know, died.
1: Caleb. Yeah, yeah Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. That's it's just sad. That's stuff. It's really sad. That's uh, yeah. It's one of those things like it's perspective.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean,
1: you know, we can be I, I you can be I can be negative and uh, whatever all I want, but uh, I, I actually I try not to be. Yeah. But you know that you hear about stuff like that and like okay we got nothing to complain about. Yeah. You know we're, fucking beautiful today. Yeah. You You yeah. drove down from yeah, yeah. New, New Providence. I drove yeah, up yeah. in New York. It's beautiful out. Yeah. You know I'm still like a kid. I listen to music in the yeah, car. Yeah. Crank oh, it. Yeah. There's still yeah. music that that like. Uh, Sends a chill down my spine. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah
0: that's know. good. You can still get that feeling because yeah. I, I still get that from. That's one of the things I was going to bring up. So, because you said the FUs are playing out here tonight, so which is pretty awesome. So yeah. that music, I can still listen to. You know the Kill for Christ album, and it still hits me like when yeah. I was like 14 yeah. when I heard that. Now, isn't record. that great? And it's a fucking it awesome stays feeling. With us, I think yeah. forever. So it's, and I th- think that's how why all of us people sort of get along because yeah, yeah understand that and, yeah totally. But everyone has that with you know I
1: hope I hope people you know, have sure. that because I yeah. mean it's an amazing thing yeah, I mean yeah. I don't know sometimes you should think do you l- lose that if you have uh, if you're married with kids but, this, but, but but no you don't but some people I almost feel are, like they do right yeah, there
0: are there are friends I've had that just dropped out of you know like the, yeah I don't listen to that yeah, stuff yeah, anymore yeah, <laughs> what yeah. you're still what? right right you know,
1: I just went to see Judas priest the other night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at, yeah. at um yeah. in Connecticut man it was fucking amazing yeah, yeah. it was so good like, his holy voice shit. is
0: still there it's
1: yeah it was great yeah, it was all, i mean i had chills yeah. i had fucking chills then right. glenn tipton came out yeah, he has parkinson right. parkinson's and then he came out and did the last few songs and yeah. i feel like there wasn't a dry eye in the house you know <laughs> old men women's like oh my god you know it's like amazing like you know your 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 show is called talk about the passion yeah, holy yeah. shit i mean i have you know, we we have just so much passion for music. I yeah. just love it. It is, yeah. it's like my everything. It's in, your blood, yeah. it's in my blood. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, going to I saw Motorhead before uh, Lemmy passed. Oh, oh, yeah. Of course, before Lemmy passed, they brought him out and he looked a little gray <laughs> um, in uh, Connecticut, like a few months before he passed. So yeah. So, you know, that's nice. I went to see the pre-show and yeah. God, I saw a Negative Approach a few I months ago in those, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. They were um, still amazing. Yeah, yeah, they were killing it. Yeah, yeah, we did
0: the proletariat a few months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, And
1: and there's some, there's some definitely some new great bands. You know, sometimes people say, "Oh, there's no good music." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's some pretty good bands out there. Al Quint always like he always like has pictures or has something from a show. Of a punk band, and I—that's I, where I get my yeah, yeah. My, my information yeah, yeah. for yeah. new punk bands because it, he always <laughs> posts something Like, oh, I never heard him. I'm thinking, Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. You know? Yeah, we
0: we did a few reunion shows with the, the band I had with him. Oh, that's a cool. few years ago. I
1: think I did see something about that. I don't know if I we ever did, saw you guys play.
0: We but. played uh, with Drop Dead and uh, Fuck You Pay Me. Okay, uh, yeah, Cleveland, uh, yeah, Cleveland band, and uh, for Al's 55th. Oh wow! A few years okay. ago.
1: He just told me at that show that we went to the yeah. uh, XXX fanzine book that he said, "Okay, I want Deep Wound to play my 60th." <laughs> I'm like, "All right. I'm down with that. That that we go." <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, you got you guys have you've gone on stage a couple times now with Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm um,
1: we've been doing that like for the last few years. The first one we did reunion thing we did was opening for um they were opening for uh, Sonic Youth nice. in Northampton, Mass. We did, like, Video Prick or something.
0: Nice. And Charlie, too, came
1: on? uh, Charlie came on that show, yeah. But the last few years, Charlie hasn't been on it. So it's just been um, me, Lou, and Jay, and then Murph on drums. And uh, last year, they opened up for... Dinosaur opened up for Jane's Addiction. Yeah. And I went out and did a song with them, which is great. Yeah. I did, like, a steampunk show in Detroit that weekend for, like... 500 kids, and then that the next <laughs> night I was playing for like 10,000 in front of that's uh, amazing, you know, with Dinosaur Jr., playing a, a three minute or two minute deep <laughs> right.
0: song. Where was that in New York in uh,
1: Detroit? Oh, Detroit. yeah, because
0: nice. yeah.
1: nice. we happened we were on tour with French and a punk, and they happened to be on tour, and yeah, know, so, so it's you're still, worked
0: out. still in good oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Friends with Jay and, and Lou, yeah. Well, yeah, nice, cool, yeah. uh, so but yeah, so now. Like with all these books coming out, like the Triple X fanzine book and great all book. these bands Amazing. sort of playing again, it's, it's, uh, you feel like, nost- and I think people are like, nostalgia is stupid, but I think it's not nostalgia. I think it's, uh, nice to kind of reminisce about something. I some think of it is too,
1: yeah. I don't really think it's nostalgia either. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, I think people, you know, oh, you just losing to stuff because it's nostalgia. No, not really. I mean, and I listen to like, New stuff that some of these bands put on. I still, right. I like it. Um, yeah, yeah. But as far as like playing the shows, yeah, I I, I haven't thinking about it lately. I it would be fun to do a full Deep wound set. It'd be really fun to do an outpatient set. Right. I don't know if that's possible, like with time with my with time scheduling
0: and that kind
2: of thing. You know?
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a solo project too that I do besides Frenchie and the Punk. Yeah. So I keep busy with that.
0: And that's the and, uh, the guitar. Oh yeah, the guitar we of won. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what what is yeah. what is that stuff?
1: That's all instrumental music. It's all I do live looping. Mm-hmm. It's not really that much jamming. It's like the songs are pretty, it's pretty structured.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, I lay down a, a loop on the loop pedal and I play, have also riff, riffs and stuff yeah, yeah. I play over that. It's all specific songs, very upbeat. It's pretty pounding, but it's still acoustic. Nice. I have like a weird hybrid acoustic guitar. Yeah. And yeah, that again, it's like I said, because it's all about the riff, kind of, you know? Right. Yeah, it's very riff-based. There's a song on there called The Ballad of Judas and Johnny, and there's a snippet of a Ramones riff and a snippet of a Priest riff. Oh, yeah, all right. And the idea behind that song is kind of like, supposedly, like, Johnny and Joey hated each other towards the end, Mm -hmm. because Johnny was a real, like, conservative guy, and Joey's, like, more progressive. Right, right. They just, uh, like, sit in the van, not even talk. (laughs) I thought of, like, Johnny being... um, joey's judas you yeah, know, dude, yeah. betrayer <laughs> and then i thought about priest and i thought oh, I'll put it in a priest it just kind of worked yeah, out yeah. you know it's yeah. kind of funny yeah. actually that whole record never in the rocket century is yeah. um a mashup of two ramones records oh is it yeah oh, oh right right. The, so rocket to russia yeah, yeah. and right end right. of the century yeah yeah nice. and so it's all kind of a you know it's like it's like that whole record is about um that time when i got into music mm-hmm. which is like the rocket century it's you know um uh, Rocket to Russia, that's the first record I bought. It's like, it's what made me go, Whoa, I want right, to be a musician. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like that cre- creative time music where it just blew my mind. Yeah. So it's like, never end that, never end that creative
0: yeah, spark. Yeah, what that felt like. Yeah.
1: Nice. There's a, re- a song on there called the Spark, mm-hmm. Blo- The Bloke from Stoke, which is about Lemmy. Oh,
0: nice. Of course, I say
1: about, but these are all <laughs> instrumentals. <laughs> right, right. And but they don't sound anything yeah, like yeah, Motorhead, but, but in your, yeah, yeah. in my yeah, brain it works. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you're wearing a Disturbed shirt. Yeah, yeah. That and I
1: did the, I do the. That's the artwork I did. Design. Oh, you did this. Yeah, oh, the right. pen and ink nice.
0: kind of stuff.
2: Cool.
1: The last song is called X-Scene Files Under Strange Black Twilight," and yeah. that's inspired by X-Scene from X. Oh, awesome! And they had a record called "Under the Big Black Sun." Yeah, yeah. So it's nice. all kind of. Yeah. Awesome man. Yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely a whole lot in there that a lot of people.
0: We'll get the inside joke. Yeah, don't get. Yeah, joke, yeah, yeah. You're calling it a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke, man. It's so no. No, yeah. Right. <laughs> um but uh so that that's cool. But yeah, I feel like not reliving uh old hardcore stuff, but I think those books and that kind of thing are documenting it. And for as we get old, our memories. So to have that Triple X fanzine book, yeah. look through it and go Oh, that was in 1985 in July yeah. so it's kind of putting all the pieces together I think as at least for totally. me totally I think yeah and going oh I kind of forgot because I, I was thinking about the times I saw the outpatients I think maybe only once or twice but I, I definitely remember with COC I think COC a, yeah a yeah it's
1: Great, he did, The book is amazing. It's yeah. great. I think it's really cool that people are doing that stuff. Yeah, Dr- yeah. like Drew Stone. Do you know Drew Stone? Yeah. out in uh, New York City. Yeah. I've been to a couple of his things. Like yeah. he did the All Ages Hardcore movie. Yeah, that was great. You yeah. know, I mean, I know I'm sure people have. Oh, I have an issue with right, this right. or yeah, 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 like someone like. Uh, Stephen Blush did the American oh, American yeah. Hardcore movie too. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I mean, yeah. he he probably left out some stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but um, people
0: pissed that people are pissed. He ends it at eighty eight or whatever, and you know, people are like there's much more after yeah. that. Yeah,
1: how much can you right? Yeah. But I mean, it's cool that it's that yeah. stuff is out there. Like like I was saying, Drew Stone is doing like that New York Hardcore Chronicles. Yeah,
0: That's oh, cool. I love He's those, doing... those little interviews. Yeah, those are that was great, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's why it's like cool. Like you doing this podcast is awesome because it's thanks. like you know it's it's great that you're interviewing like you know people from the scene yeah, yeah. you know it's I'm like trying to yeah it's yeah. it's really cool i think it's like an awesome thing thanks man thanks. yeah it's very cool awesome
0: uh, and the i guess the last thing and this is a new thing i've been starting on this at least with i've been trying to branch out people that aren't necessarily in the hardcore scene too but i haven't most oh yeah, of the yeah. but, right. uh, but uh, maybe
1: I can send some. Yeah, yeah. Folks, Drew Stone would be a good interview. probably. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, love to, I'd yeah. love to get him on there. because he's so you know he's an interesting guy, interesting I don't know guy. Him, but
0: I, I, I love that movie and I, I Yeah.
1: Let, uh, Did you so. see the one? Uh, Who the fuck is that guy with Michael Alago? I haven't seen that. This guy f- signed yeah, he, Metallica. Yeah, that. yeah. That's a good movie too. Yeah. It's really good. But it's yeah. cool that people not to not let you finish do no, your question, no, no, but it's cool that people are. Putting out the books and 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 so I mean I guess so younger kids can see this yeah, stuff course, and yeah. read about it yeah. and you know I mean it's it was like it was a pretty important time in music yeah, yeah. I think it's it, for me it's like you know the people from the sixties have that sixties rebellion yeah and, yeah and like great music and, you know the Beatles are fucking the Stones yeah yeah was yeah. one of your favorite bands right yeah of yeah yeah. Of uh, Janice Joplin, all yeah. that stuff was great. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, I don't necessarily listen to as much as that uh, as I maybe used to when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but it's classic. You know, yeah. Bob yeah. Dylan is classic mm-hmm. music, and and with the early '80s and the whole punk scene, man, it it's like just yeah. as important. I feel yeah, like yeah. it's an important time in musical history. It's great. Classic yeah. artists. Yeah. You know, whatever you think of Henry Rollins <laughs> or any of these people, I think you know some great artists yeah, came out of, of there. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, it's almost like I mean, when, when I was a teenager, I would look at pictures of uh, books on the Beatles and the Stones and, and that stuff and, you know, be like, wow, this must have been cool to be there. So, yeah, same thing. if You must be younger kids looking at these totally hardcore books and going, wow, look at that, you know. Like yeah. Picture and of Glenn Danzig, <laughs> he's, you know, 22 like 22, or whatever, yeah. yeah.
1: Henry Rollins, like, at and <laughs> dots, you know, yeah. serving ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's – those are like – I don't know I don't want to call them you know classic, I mean they're you know it's say they, they they were doing something that hadn't been done before, you know yeah. that minor threat and the bad brains, holy shit. Yeah. It's just they don't get as much credit as they deserve. of no, right. course yeah, you know, yeah but
0: yeah that's cool.
1: yeah uh-huh. and, mm, yeah, Mike Gitter. it's really good, it's great. He did that <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You know, I know there's uh, there probably are a lot of cynical people. Oh, you know he should be you know yeah. his nostalgia or
0: whatever, right, right yeah I don't care it provide i don't
1: care it provides joy to yeah. people who older people younger people it's yeah, exactly. great yeah uh yeah. we're um, all gonna be in the ground at one point, <laughs> so enjoy the <this> stuff yeah, <laughs> we exactly. can get it you know right?
0: um yeah the, the last question was uh so we're trying to get engaged of where people stand on the uh that faith void record <laughs> what's what side they like better
1: huh my immediate thing is I went to The Void. Yeah. 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 But, ugh, and I haven't heard that record in a little while. I remember liking both sides. I think I always leaned towards The Void yeah. a, a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. Um, And I, and I always loved the the artwork. That, yeah. That guy. Yeah, with the cross Yeah. Right. Yeah, that weird. I was always inspired by, you know, all that kind of artwork and yeah. stuff. So I, I get probably leaned to it musically and artistically for the... Uh, the artwork.
0: <laughs> did, did, uh, Is
1: that like the new version of Maiden and Priest? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right. Maiden what's, what's your... What's... Uh,
0: I'm probably more of a Maiden guy. Really? I oh, think, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I like certain eras of both. Like when I got into Priest, I feel like I started at uh, Screaming for Vengeance and kind of went forward and then maybe stopped at Turbo <laughs> yeah, which, right. which I, yeah. which I, in, when I listen to it back now, I'm like, eh, it's not as, yeah. You know, yeah. Totally. for the time, that's what, you know, Totally sounds like yeah. one of those later ZZ Top albums or something. Totally, yeah. The weird effects on it, and, yep. but the songs were, yeah. yeah, there was some catchy songs in oh, that yeah, record. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, but, it, yeah, but then when I went back and discovered, like, Unleashed in the East and all that Hellbent for leather stuff, and I was like, hmm, maybe I liked, because I, I thought Iron Maiden got kind of corny. Yeah, it's hard. Could get kind of Bruce, you know?
1: Yeah, you mean like his vocals or just Just, lyrics? lyrics? Yeah, I think his lyrics and just kind of. It's tough with metal sometimes, you know. I mean, I I love all that stuff too, but you know, it's almost like uh, movies that are like um, you know, like these comic book movies. You have to like, like uh, what's that movie? That huge movie was really good. The um, uh, Black Panther. Oh
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I just saw that recently. It was really good, but you have to like kind of. be in a certain frame, you have to realize that it's, it's like from a, a comic book, yeah, yeah, you know? It's yeah. not like, you know, with these people in costumes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, you yeah. kind of I kind of feel like that with some metal, like yeah, Maiden right. and Priest, you know, they have yeah, these big demons and fire, yeah. but it's metal. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's what I want to
0: see. that. Right, I don't, that's,
1: right. you know, I want to see the Harley. I want to yeah. see the metal in chains. <laughs>
0: yeah. And yeah, I know a few weeks ago I was going to like Target or something to get groceries, and I was <laughs> wearing an Iron Maiden shirt, and I just remember thinking. A forty eight year old guy wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. <laughs> There's like awesome people in there going, "This weird dude," <laughs> but I, you know, I'm not, not going to grow out of that. You oh know, yeah, it's the, who yeah. I am and what I, you know, totally.
1: At that pre show last week, there yeah. was like guys way older. Than yeah, me. Yeah. just like <laughs> you know, just like and, and it's, I think it's great to see that. It's like endearing. It's just like man, these who knows if, they, if they're like working all week and they have maybe a hard life or maybe yeah, not yeah, yeah. but they're, they're just letting it out oh, at yeah, the yeah. show and it's fucking it's great yeah. it's great to see that it's yeah. like awesome yeah and if you don't have that then you're out like you know just being yeah, pissed off, off and angry and yeah. yeah so that's a good way to release yeah got too much of that in the world as it is oh definitely you know? yeah yeah and it's that's nice why. to
0: see some of my older friends now with kids are bringing their kids to see judas priest and iron maiden yeah and stuff like that so yep that's cool it's good to see Very the cool. younger kids. Raise them right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh, so and so the the void yeah. thing oh, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was yeah, void, yeah. okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah void. I kind of leaned yeah. to. How
0: about you? Uh I'm a faith guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So Faith I, and Maiden and Void yeah. and Priest. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're not getting along here, man. <laughs> <laughs> the interview ended in a fight in a hotel room <laughs> with two guys.
0: <laughs> <Right. No. laughs> um yeah. but like with that void record and the, the artwork did did a lot of uh just how records were designed in the hardcore scene and in the artwork that, that appealed to you as a kid because it I, was something I really got into. And
1: um, as far as what you mean, the double,
0: yeah, or, or just how like bands design, like how you guys did the Deep Wound thing, like you know at the time you're saying you know we we're just behind a husk, but like now that's like an iconic, uh, yeah. You know, if you see that, at least if you know the record, you're like, oh, that's the Deep Wound record.
1: Totally, I was totally into the, the art aspect of yeah, it. Yeah. Really, you know, that's one thing. Um, like uh, the subhumans had oh, really yeah. cool artwork. Um, what was it? A rudimentary. Rudimentary Pina. Uh, yeah. Is it Pina? Is it Penny? A, a penny. A penny, a penny yeah. yeah. Penny yeah. Pasta. Right. <laughs> uh, that guy Nick who did all Mick Blinkyo. Yeah. All that pen artwork, pen and ink artwork was it's awesome. Amazing, right? yeah. yeah. Really cool. Yeah. That's what kind of informed my whole artistic. You know, just doing that kind of drawing yeah. stuff like the pointillism and stippling and mm-hmm. those
0: uh, black oh, yeah. and white line oh, I can drawings. I definitely see that on here. Yeah. It's
1: you know kind of from that.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, I, I do a little less like skulls and gore right, kind of yeah. stuff. It's almost more like nature based on the whole. Is how it came out? Yeah, maybe because the the skull and gore thing wasn't really my thing. It, it's like it's been done. Right, it's cool, but yeah, it's yeah. been done. Yeah, so I just t- do my own take on it. The art thing is definitely important.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's sort of uh, something people don't really think about when they think of uh, you know because there's the you know the most important thing I think is the music, the music, yep, and then you know the lyrics and just.
1: It's yeah. But, uh, I think it's cool that the the some hardcore bands had cool like interesting like the logo like the Raymond Pettibone Black Flag yeah yeah logo is uh, that's like iconic yeah, the yeah. DK logo yeah. and. Some of that stuff is is really cool. The metal metal bands always had like interesting like the the Motorhead logo and that yeah. bug snaggletooth oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is amazing. Yes. Yeah. and it really stayed with them the whole
0: time. It's, yeah, it's the Discord shirt. And yeah, 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 totally. The, this, yeah,
1: the, You know, it's the artwork is definitely important.
0: Yeah. yeah, people sort of don't talk about that as much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You
1: could that could be a whole. I know. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. Well, thanks for doing this, man. This was. Uh, definitely great cool yeah we'll, we'll, thanks for having me hopefully we will see a uh, deep wound uh, <laughs> at,
1: at Al's 60th yeah at Al's 60th
0: yeah. birthday yeah but, uh, yeah awesome Scott thanks, thanks for having me man. yeah